listening to a podcast from Light FM. The Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good, Good morning. morning. This week we explore our gifting back gala. It's our way of helping you give back while you give gifts this Christmas. Absolutely. And today our guest is business development manager Chua Junyu from Sewing World Gallery to tell us what they do, why they do it, and how we can be a part of their mission too. Give us an overview of what um Sewing World Gallery actually is. Basically, it is a flagship store of training center called uh, Apple Craft Training Center. Apple Craft Training yes, Center. Yes, okay. yes, It's not the phone Apple. It's got E-P-A-L, it. E-P-A-L, yes. <laughs> so the Sewing World Gallery is a physical place or is it only it, online? It is a physical place and okay. we do have an online one. But then we recently just closed down the physical one because okay. we are going to move it to Cameron Highland because, uh, because we see the high potential on the tourism all that. Okay. But then we also have like, a sub one, a small one located mm-hmm. in Puchong. Alright, so you mentioned the Apple Craft Training Center. Training Center. Yes. And so how does the Apple Craft Training Center relate to Sewing World Gallery? So all of these two organizations is belongs to uh Mosswell and Denver So Mosswell and Denver is a company focusing in selling sewing machine. Okay. And then at first we sold we sell sewing machine and then uh we got a lot of feedback from our clients saying that uh this sewing machine we, we want it but how we can use it, we don't know how to use it. Because oh, okay. uh that is like maybe like 20 years ago. The sewing machine that people in Malaysian mm-hmm. normally have is a very old style, you know, like the... not, not With the foot pedal. Yeah, with the foot pedal. Kick-cock, kick-cock, all that yes. thing. And then we, we brought in the electric one and people right. look at it. It's like, how am I going to use it? Right, this was 20 years ago. Okay. Yeah, this was 20 years ago. And then, right. and then we, we found out this issue. Mm. And then in order to sell our sewing machine, we come up with uh, courses. Oh, okay. And this is delivered through Apple Training, uh, Crafts Training Center. Right. Yeah. And then we realize our members generally uh, divided into three parts. Okay. So one is for hobby purpose. So okay. they just go there, have fun, and then uh, spend some time with uh, like people that have similar hobbies. Right. And maybe uh, some which is like for mental wellness. Okay. You know, they, like they, as a, it, it helps them feel better yes. because they're creating yes, something. Okay? creating something mm-hmm. and then maybe consistently focusing in something, mm-hmm. relieve their stress. Uh, this is for whole hobby purpose. Second one is for education. You know, like parents like to send their children to... To learn something To new. learn something, especially holidays. Okay. Right. But you mentioned there are three types of yes, people, right? Yes, and the right? last okay. type is for business. And okay. it consists of quite a big amount because in Malaysia, there's a, a big amount of people want to, which is like, they are sustain their living through, mm. uh, we call it uh, tempahan, taking orders. Okay, like tailors, tailors and things like that, right? But they are not professional tailors making your suits and things there. It's just maybe, they are mainly focused at helping, like uh, doing a tuk, uh, those uh, baju kurung, right. or maybe tudong. Right. Yeah, quite big of amount of our students is from that community. Okay. Or maybe they want to be in that community. Right. They're learning specific. to make things yes. and then they need a place to sell yes. the things that they make as they're learning it in the in the course. Yes. Yeah. But the problem is yeah. after you learn they got the skill, they start to think that they're afraid. It's like we need to go one more step because a lot of them is like they are single parents or right. asnaf, B forties, right. which they had never have the exposure to sell their stuff. From our part, which is our founder, which also my mum. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, Dr. Fuli Chai okay. realized. So we we want to do something. So we take one more move mm-hmm. to establish this uh sewing world gallery. It's located at uh one city. So the reason we want to make this gallery is for people to have an image mm. on what this kind of handcraft can do. A lot of people is willing to spend. Yeah. Or they see that wow, this thing is very nice. But when they see it, it's like it's nice, but 
it's not nice until that I want to buy it and I cannot imagine what I can do with it. Right. Yeah. So we make this gallery and then we, we help them to think what they can use with right. this. Because you show them yes. what the things are for. Yes. And yes. of course, with a gallery, they are exposed to a whole bunch of different yes. types of handmade items that they can then choose from. Yes, yes. Right. You mentioned Sewing World Gallery. There's, a, there's an actual physical gallery, mm. but there's also an online platform yes. as well. So the physical one is uh, easier mm-hmm. where they just bring their stuff to us and saying, that, oh, okay, I want to uh, market my product here. Uh, so we just look just like what I said just now. But then for online one, we will be more careful. It's quite a challenge for us to confirm on the quality. Oh, is it because the people who are using the online platform to sell their handmade items, they don't provide you with the physical item yet in order to actually check on its quality? That's why we have a two-stage process. So Mm -hmm. every item that they put on their store, Mm. so basically, shops sell, they have their own profile and they can upload their product themselves. Right. But in order to confirm their product to upload on the platform, they need to send a sample to us. Okay, okay, yeah. got it, got it. So no matter what it is, you still need to get at least one sample yes, of that yes, thing first so yes. that you know that it, this is the quality it's meant to be yes. and there's no short changing that happens in the event that uh, a customer may have a quality issue, then you can refer back to the person who's making it and saying, look, this is not the same quality as what you initially yes. showed us. And then we have a second stage, which is once the purchase is made, the item is delivered to the buyer. Mm. We will hold the funds temporarily Okay. To confirm that, to make the buyer confirm on the product's quality and everything goes fine, mm. then only we release the fund. Oh, yeah. So okay. we can secure for both sides. Oh, that's that's really good. That's yeah. really good. Based on um the items that you're, you've been selling, there's a lot of items yes. that are available both in the galleries and online, right? Do you have any that you think are some of your favorites? I think one of my favorites is this one. Oh, okay. Is that's something that's going to be shown to us right yeah, now? This is I a, will describe it. A nasi lemak bag. It's a nasi lemak bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is so fun. It's so cute. It's literally shaped like a nasi lemak with a batik design, and there's an opening on the. How do you open this? Okay. So you it's, it looks cute. Side. So you just. Open there's a zipper, side. is it? No, it's not a zipper. Because having a zipper, you can't maintain. Oh, the you invert so you just it. Flip you one side. So this? inside is a. Recycling oh, bag. Oh, that's so cool. Inside is a reusable bag you can use like for shopping and things like yes, that. Yes, yes. So this is attached and you can just invert it, roll it up and then invert it. It looks like a little nasi lemak. Yes. We will post this online to make sure that you can see and be as amazed as I am as I desperately try to make this nasi lemak go back into its shape. Yes. It's so cool. And how much does something like this retail for? Um, 18 ringgit if I'm not wrong. It's 15 ringgit. Oh, 15 ringgit, wow. yes. The 3 ringgit is your cut maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. So, like something like that really is like fun, and it's something yes. that people would want to buy, and even it would make a great gift as well. Yes. JY, how do you make your platform stand out to attract the sales that will support these sellers? First of all, we are actively in doing activities and events. Mm. So just like for example, this year we are just we just had a expo, an art and craft expo at a Pavilion Bukit Jalil. Mm. So we have gathered more than two hundred fifty booths. Wow. Of uh, art and crafters. Previously, we are just uh, focusing on sewing. Mm. And now we have transitioned to uh, all kinds of art and crafts. Right. Yeah, so at this pavilion, Bukit Jalil, we have invited our Pramaisi Angong to come and opening. Wow. So this is also a tactic that we can use to showcase of our yeah, because platforms. Instead of waiting for people to come to your yes. galleries or go online, you go out and show people what you have available yes. and then draw the attention there because... 
as you've shown already, many of the items that you have are very, very um, unique. Do you do many of these on-ground events? Uh, yes, and just like the next week, we are having one which is a pre-launch of a tailoring and a crafting hub. So okay. the whole idea is that we, we realized the problem where uh, for Tukang Jahit, so they have uh, two extremes. So one is like they have too many orders until they can't take any right. orders. Like three months before the orders, the, the orders close. Right. And for those that we should just come back, come out from schools. And trying are, to get more people yes, to be, don't to, have to start orders. getting customers. Yes. Right. So how do you deal with Okay. This? So through the expo, there's some feedback come back and telling us that why not uh, you all can make an integration. So uh, for that person, is actually a person that's selling uh, cloths. Cloth. Okay. Yes. But then she say that Actually, uh, she suggests that why not we make a hub where she sell cloth, she can link it to a person that make the dress and all, okay. and also can link to another person which can do the bags and other accessories. Oh, like a manufacturing chain. Yeah, so it's so, like one-stop it. store. Wow. So people can just go there and then it's like, okay, I want this cloth, and then you make me make everything out of it. Oh. Yeah, so make it a one set. Got it. So you choose the, the items that you want, and then you would have, or you can also choose what material you want yes. to be made into those items. Yes. So it gives the person more flexibility in the, the end product as well. Very, very interesting. So we will help them to market it. Right. So it's uh, we will be responsible to market it and then go to a government agency or maybe corporate to let them know about this and then they will come to our, a place hmm. to uh, look for things. But then in order to join this, we will find those experienced ones, which is well-known crafters. But then they need to take a pupil or a few pupils oh, okay. to let them learn. So the so basically it's the those that maybe just come up from schools and through this they can pass the experience to the new one. At, mm. at the same time the new one can can have the chance to reskill their experience because a lot of them maybe like after three months they've slowly forgot whatever skills that they have learned in school. Right, because if they're not continuously practicing, there's a chance that they don't remember mm. everything that they needed to to create whatever that they had learned at that point. Yes. Wow. So like through this, we hope that we can like three parties can be benefited. Like, one is of course the buyers. Mm. So they don't need to go so many stores and then find out themselves. And then second one is of course the experienced tailor. Mm. So that they through the help of the new one, the new workers, they can get more take in more orders. They can through financially. And then last one is for the new one. Like, so they, they can learn with the experience. JY, if somebody wanted to reach out to you and find out more about how they could either learn um, the skill or find a place where they could actually start putting out their products for sale and platforming it on Sewing World Gallery, how do they reach out? Okay, so they can just contact us through uh, Facebook, Sewing World. Mm-hmm. Or uh, they can click uh, sewingworld.com.my and Sewing World Gallery is on Instagram? Is that what you said? Yeah, yes, okay. it's on Instagram, Facebook, but mainly we, our focus is in Facebook. Okay, maybe let's focus on that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so reach out. Is it very responsive when people. Yes, we have a team of uh, six. Okay. Which is focusing in uh, Facebook. So just head online to Sewing World Gallery on Instagram. Yes. All right, fantastic. JY, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S Y O K.